And Timmy, big day today. Well, we're off to the Olympics. Don't worry about that. And Australia have got their biggest team ever. And to give us a little bit of an insight into that, we've got Ian Chesterman on the line. G'day, Ian. G'day, guys. Great to talk to you. It's actually the second biggest away team ever. We missed the biggest by 10. Oh, what? Couldn't squeeze a couple yeah, more in yeah. there. I'm feeling yeah, good. we'll try. We'll try. <laughs> but it's exciting, isn't it? I mean, look, it's been a long wait, hasn't it, my friend? And how are the athletes feeling? Yeah, I think it's been an enormously long wait. Uh, 472 athletes named, 254 women, 218 men. So a big uh, split there in favour of uh, women, 53%. Uh, 16 First Nation athletes as well, which is uh, fantastic. So it's a big team, and I think everyone's feeling really good. One of the nice things that I've been able to do over the last six months is get around and talk to athletes, talk to their senior staff. I've uh, been able to present a lot of uh, happy jackets and uh, quite a uh, boarding passes when teams have been selected over the last few months as well. So the vibe I'm picking up is that uh, everyone's really excited. It's been a long wait. It's been a hard wait, but uh, they're ready to go and uh, they don't have to wait much longer now. And 33 different sports will be represented in. That's uh, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a huge uh, number, of, uh, 472 across 33 sports, including the new sports of karate and skateboarding, sport climbing and surfing. But you know, uh, for Australia, which is a population of, what, 26 million people, we're going to have one of the top five biggest teams at the Games. Um, so we create opportunities for uh, our young sports people because we believe uh, more Olympians are good for the community, uh, you know, so that's the more the merrier. So we really try and open up the opportunities, and we're seeing some big numbers in some of those sports, but uh, we think that's really exciting. They go back to their clubs, to their schools, to their communities and uh, create role models and provide inspiration for the next generation. What's the uh, process on the flag bearer? Like, who, how did that decision process get made? It's one of the really nice jobs uh, as chef to mission that you get, that you have to, uh, it's your sole decision as to who carries the oh, flag. Oh, wow. So, how good is yeah. that? So, in, in other words, just be nice to Ian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's been uh, terrific. You know, this team is packed full of uh, so many high-quality people who would, you know, all be uh, terrific if you could uh, choose more to carry the flag. But I'm only allowed to choose two. That's the first time I've been allowed to choose two, one male, one female, which makes a really good uh, thing that the IOC has introduced uh, for this Games and going forward. So one male, one female. We're going to announce that on Wednesday night, actually. Great. We're doing a virtual gathering for our team. Uh, wherever they are, they can join in online and uh, we'll announce uh, to them and to the rest of Australia who'll be carrying our flag into the opening ceremony. Well, Ian, one man who would surely be half a chance, and Tim Ginever here played in seven premierships, which is impressive. But Andrew Hawley, the equestrian, he's going to his eighth Olympics. He'd have to be a chance. Yeah, it's an extraordinary uh, record, isn't it? Uh, eight Olympic Games. We've got two uh, uh, women uh, who are doing their uh, sixth Olympic Games as well. Uh, Jan Fang Lei and also uh, Mary Hanna, the equestrian athlete, table tennis equestrian. So uh, longevity is certainly one of the issues that, you know, we look at. But the interesting thing about uh, picking a flag bearer, there is no rule book. Um, it's up to uh, whoever has that job to decide what... Um, uh, he or she would like uh, what he or she thinks best represents that team uh, and so that um, decision has been made and we'll announce it on Wednesday. And how are the Japanese uh, communicating? Are they feeling uh, vibrant and upbeat about what's about to come? I think there's uh, always been energy amongst the organising committee which is pretty um, terrific of them because uh, it's been a tough old uh, oh, hasn't it? Uh, mm. thing to organise a Games 12 months after it was supposed to be on so 
Uh, full credit to them. I think we're very lucky that Japan is the host. Uh, they're making it possible. And I, and, I, and I sense, and it seems to be from some of the surveys that are going on as well, that as the games get close, the Japanese people are getting more excited about having us, which is terrific. We know they're very hospitable people, um, and I'm sure they'll make us feel welcome over there. And the, the time difference will be a bit better for Aussies because sometimes we're watching it you know, at all sorts of hours of the morning, but uh, because we're not too far off of Japan, it's going to be a lot more palatable. Yeah, that's no, going to be great. Uh, South Australia's one and a half hours behind Tokyo, so um, it'd be really uh, great to watch. the. For example, the swimming finals are on at 10.30 uh, over there. Um, so I, I might have got that wrong. I might only be 30 minutes. You, you know, don't ask me to be... Uh, Genius on the world clock, but uh, yeah, it's one hour from uh, Sydney time, Melbourne time anyway, so it's different to Japan. Um, so it's, it's going to be uh, very um, good for us to get up and watch the games. Um, you know, I think the world's ready for a story that's not about COVID and disaster. Mm. It's uh, ready for some inspirational stories from athletes from right around the world, and I'm sure there'll be plenty from the Australian team as well. Ian, one of the great things about being the chef de mission, you get to congratulate those athletes who have made the Olympics. The downside, I guess, is that you are also the person that sort of has to deal with the, the athletes who miss out. How has that been with COVID, the people that thought that last year they'd get their Olympic dream, and now for whatever reason there's not? Yeah, I think that's been one of the really um, challenging parts for Australian sport, world sport, really, over the last 12 months. There's no doubt that the 12-month delay has really uh, helped some athletes, uh, and others have um, meant that they're not going to be at these games, either they lost form. And we had several athletes who were named in the team before the postponement who pulled out just because they couldn't see how they could go on for another year for a range of reasons. So mm. there's certainly uh, winners and losers out of the 12-month delay. Um, but I think, you know, we're, we've got a team which is excited to be over there now, and, and that's, that's what our focus needs to be with just over two weeks to go. Well, it's a very exciting time, 18 days, I think it is, to the Tokyo Games. We've got an outstanding lineup, and we really thank your time for coming on the 5AA Sports Show, Ian. Really appreciate it. Australia's Chef de Mission, Ian Chesterman. Thank you. Thank you. So there you go, Timmy. July 23, it is not far away, as you say. 18 days, and what a team. So 472 athletes, 33 sports, record amount of women, 254 to go with the 218 men, the greatest number of women, the greatest number of Indigenous athletes, Ash Barty, the first Indigenous tennis player, also one of the shooters in there as well, Thomas Grice, and our second largest team ever behind Athens, our largest athletics team ever. So for all that doubt and thought That's where that I maybe got the biggest people ever won't from. be going. The yeah. athletics, the track and field. So we always dominate in the pool. Maybe we can get some of the results in the track and field, which would be nice. Uh, so. so awesome that they're going to be there. Absolutely. Ian Chesterman, Chef Demission. The last shout. Nora, what do you got for us at four to six? Oh, that's very kind of you. Uh, a couple, just the Tour de France. Uh, ben O'Connor from Perth, one oh, stage oh, nine yeah. and his second overall, an outstanding effort. Uh, and a little shout out to the CEO of Port Adelaide. Matthew Richson, Richo Man, 50 today. 50. 50. We love Matthew. Uh, today, my last shout is that uh, you can get online if you're a cricket fan. The International Summer of Cricket tickets are available for summer 2021-22. We've got two Ashes series here in the one summer, the men's and the women's. So if you want to uh, head along to the Adelaide Oval this year, you've got the men's Ashes test. You can get along to the women's T20 and one day are both attached to the uh, Ashes as well. And the men's T20 International, great summer ahead. 
Well done. And mine is on the golf this morning. Well done to the four Aussies who all won. Ken Davis, Lucas Herbert, Steph Kiriku, and also the young uh, amateur Louis Dobler all picked up wins this morning. So the golden era of golf with four Amazing. wins, which is very nice. Tell you, Aussies. Sam, we'll see you tomorrow from four. Stay tuned because David Wildey and Kenneth George coming up. Sports Day SA. We will see you tomorrow.